Hello and welcome to the Sonic Cinema Podcast YouTube channel. My name is Brian Scuttle. Thank you for joining me at www.sonic-cinema.com as well as the Sonic Cinema Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, I have an interview for you with uh, Matt Wolf. He is the director of a new documentary that's coming out on video on demand as well as Hulu on Friday called Spaceship Earth. It is about the uh, Biosphere 2 experiment in the uh, early 90s. And I had a chance to talk to him about the project and about what he might have taken away from the project. And I wanted to uh, share that with you. And I hope you enjoy it. The The first thing I wanted to ask you about uh, Sp Spaceship Earth was, what was the inspiration for you to uh, tell this story? Um, well, you know, I was really inspired by a very idiosyncratic and unique group who literally venture to reimagine a world. I think, you know, in our current society pre-pandemic, I felt um, that we need new models to think mm -hmm. about doing that, to realize unprecedented projects and to reimagine our precarious world. And I think now more than ever that has kind of fallen, um, that has become explicitly necessary. So. Um, I was inspired by the ways in which they did that, but also recognized um, the limitations of that and thought that the story was both inspiring and a cautionary tale. Yeah, and that's one of the things that struck me the most uh, watching it a couple weeks ago was the fact that the movie, it, it's certainly the movie will have had uh, relevance before the pandemic, but now that everybody's basically having to re- reimagine what we how our normal life might be going forward because of the pandemic it it takes on a different relevance uh than it it would have beforehand and i i think that's absolutely correct mm -hmm. yeah and and also just it's uncanny that there's this explicit connection with the biospherians being quarantined and us to some extent, having a, a similar experience to the Biospherians. But my takeaway from Mark Nelson, um, one of the Biospherians, when he came out, is he said that um, the experience changes who you are because when you're in a closed system, you see the consequences of your actions. Um, you can measure them. And these guys were responsible for um, creating the atmosphere that they breathed and harvesting the food that would sustain them. And when you come out into a bigger world, the, the giant closed system of Earth, um, you can't take things for granted in the way you did before. And I know I'll feel that way when when the social isolation subsides. Yeah, and I think one of the most one one of the most compelling aspects of the film for me and of the uh, Biosphere Two pr uh, project was the fact that you you really they they really had to they had to conf they also had to deal with the limitations and ramifications of what it means you know going from a in a fully you know the the full world to a closed in world but also what that means in terms of our reliance on 
the outside world beyond our, you know, our confined world. And that was one of the most striking things, how they, they ended up having to come up against that and change the parameters of uh, what they were uh, trying to accomplish with that. Yeah, totally. They were faced with emergency situations and they had to react to them because they all had a deep commitment to seeing this through for a full two years. I think people forget that they certainly had the option to leave if they were sick of each other or couldn't stand the the um, conditions inside. But nobody left, um, even if they weren't getting along and were um, deeply frustrated and, and harshly criticized. Um, all of these eight individuals were really committed to seeing this mission through. And I think you're right. There is this significant tension between the inside and the outside world as they were being scrutinized, um, you know, in this huge glass bubble. Um, And that another thing I think about based on what you were saying is that creativity really thrives with limitations and that as as much as they um, did have to make compromises to some of the original terms of the experiment, that they had incredible creativity in, in figuring out ways to make this system work. And I think at the end of the day, that was probably the largest goal. Can closed systems work? And if so, how can we um, be manager, planetary managers? I think that was a big question among many others that they were asking. And I think one of the, one of the things that I think a viewer um, – can really take away from this film is the fact that you it it makes you question you can't help but question whether because obviously to the outside world at the time there's a large part of the outside world that sort of saw this as this this experiment as a failure and almost as a farce to a certain extent but I can't help but think that it was it was successful in one way, which is to show us it, it got us, it, it can't help but get you thinking about what it would require to live in an environment like that. And what basically that's just the first step. And naturally that first step is going to have, you know, stumbles along the way, but also it leads you to other it leads you to further solutions to where if this is something that we need to seriously consider in the future or do something like this in the future, how can we improve upon that first experiment? Yeah, I think something that Freddie Dempster said to me, one of the synergists, is that um, you tend to learn the most when things don't go as planned. Mm -hmm. I think failure has always been part of the scientific enterprise. It's um, when things don't work, it, it gives you insights so that they can work or things, things kind of not going as planned sometimes provide the most insights rather than everything working perfectly. And um, I think it's a shame that the project couldn't continue. I think the ultimate mm-hmm. failure of Biosphere 2 is that it didn't um, continue to exist as the closed system it was designed to be. There's still meaningful research that's happening inside of there and that has happened since this original crew took part in a mission, but I think, you know, it was meticulously designed to be a closed system and it doesn't exist as that today. So to some extent, that's that I would say is a failure of the project, but in terms of the breaches of closure um, through the injection of oxygen and through Jane Pointer leaving to, to um, get medical attention for her finger 
or the, the, I think the limited, um, atmospheric support of a carbon scrubber to me, those, those feel superficial in terms of the larger goals and vision of the project. And to me, don't constitute a failure. If anything, um, they were necessary precautions that had to be made so that in future missions, people might be able to improve the system. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised how in, I was pleasantly, uh, I was, as I was gratified to see that even though this, this project that they built up to with, um, Biosphere Two uh, faltered. I it's it's good to see that that group is largely still together and still working on uh, ideas along these lines, even if they're not even if they're not going about it in the practical manner that Biosphere Two did. They're they're still looking into the the questions and the uh, things that we need to consider going forward when it comes to uh, living in that manner. Yeah, and I think my biggest takeaway from the film is this idea of small groups as a viable model for realizing um, unprecedented projects and ideas. And I think regardless of the success or visibility of the work that this group is doing, their their collaboration um, lasts, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of what's meaningful and inspiring about the story is that um, people can come together with eclectic skills and a desire to you know learn by doing, and if they share a common goal, really magnificent things can happen. But at the same time, there can be limitations to the scope of people's ambition. Um, are there any particular uh, takeaways that you personally, apart from as as a filmmaker, um, have taken away from telling this story? Well, one thing that really struck me was um, an encounter I had with the biosphere in Lindalee when she first took me through Biosphere 2. And we were in the rainforest biome, and she pointed to this enormous tree that was scraping against the glass ceiling of Biosphere 2. And she said, I planted that tree from a seed. And if I, you know, if everybody could plant a tree from a seed and see it mature, every, the world would have a different relationship. The people would have a different relationship to the planet. Mm-hmm. And I didn't come to this film as an environmentalist or, or have a particular interest in making a film about climate change, but that really shifted my perspective. And I imagine that other people who visited Biosphere 2 during the mission had that uh, shift in, in their perspective mm-hmm. of the larger world. And I think that's really critical today for us to, to really, in, in visceral and tangible senses, feel the, um, the, the impact of our actions and to feel a new sense of accountability to our world, which is, is now very, it's very clearly fragile. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that's all for me today. But thank you very much for not only telling this story, but for your uh, time today. Thank you so much. Thank you.